0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: You're listening to Adventures of Little Miss Detroit, where we explore the Motor City through the eyes of a precocious 8-year-old girl and her friends. Adventures of Little Miss Detroit is recorded at Podcast Detroit's Midtown Studio.
0: Hi, this is KJ, founder and host of Adventures of Little Miss Detroit and I'm Mrs. G, her sidekick. Today my guest is Miss Michelle Isab, the assistant principal at my school, Academy of the Americas DPSCD, Spanish Immersion School. Bienvenidos a Aventuras de Pequeña Misty Detroit. Y hoy tenemos Miss Michelle Isab, mi escuela subdirectora de Academias de las Américas. So, Miss Isab, please tell us about where and when you grew up. Hi, Karis.
2: Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's very exciting, though I have to say I'm a little nervous, but you're going to talk me through it, right? hmm Okay. Um, I was actually born in Lansing, Michigan, but I moved to Port Huron, Michigan, when I was about five. And mm-hmm. um, Do you know where that is? No. If you know where I-94 is? Hey. If you get on the freeway and you drive about an hour north of Detroit, where I-94 ends... That's Port Huron, so it's kind oh. of a smallish town mm-hmm. near the near the lake. Mm-hmm.
1: So you know how we go toward Indiana on that highway? Yeah, Port Huron is the opposite direction of oh. Indiana. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because
0: like when we go to Indiana, we go like to the left and keep going to the left, <laughs> mm-hmm. keep going to the left, and I think is it what is it called again? What I ninety four? No, the place where she grew up. Port Huron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Port Huron is all the way to the right. That might be right. Yep, <laughs> Go, uh, going
2: east all the way to the end of 94.
0: Mm. Oh. Entonces, Maestra I- Isa, por favor, cuéntenos acerca de dónde y cuándo surgiste.
2: Okay, yo nací en Lansing, Michigan. Um, and, pero también mi, lo que yo digo, mi hometown se llama Port Huron, Michigan. It's mm-hmm. como una hora al norte de Detroit.
0: Oh, okay. Tell us about your journey to become assistant principal.
2: Well, let's see. Um, you know how some kids just know they want to be a teacher from the time they're little? Yeah. That wasn't me. I really didn't know what mm-hmm. I wanted to do. Um, after I, I went to college, I um, studied English and Spanish. I was an English and Spanish double major in college. Mm-hmm. And after that, my dad was a teacher for about 35 years, so that was in my family. And both of my grandmothers worked with special needs kids in schools. So I guess it kind of came to me more naturally than maybe I realized. Uh And after I got out of college, I had opportunity to give it a try and... I loved it, and mm-hmm. I just kept
1: doing it. Mm-hmm. So how did you know you wanted to major in Spanish? Had you been exposed to the language? I had taken um, a, a few introductory
2: Spanish courses in high school, um, but then I went to college at Kalamazoo College, which is in Kalamazoo, Michigan, on the west side of the state. I knew
0: it. You knew it. I already knew. Oh, you already knew that? How do you know? Because when I was assistant principal, there's this little box in, in your office that said Kalamazoo College, and then I asked you, what, where, what college did you go? You said a place called Kalamazoo College. And I was like, that's why that sticker's there. Mm-hmm,
2: exactly. So Kalamazoo College is a small liberal arts college, but one of the things it's really known for is they have a very big foreign study program there. Uh-huh. So most of the people who go to college there go on to go to another country and take classes there for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So because of that, Uh, And because I had had a little bit of Spanish in high school, I started taking Spanish classes in college, and then I did a a foreign study in Ecuador Mm. for six months, and I went to school there. And that's when it all kind of started coming together, and that's (laughs) when I started to realize that it was so fun learning another language, Mm -hmm. and I was able to communicate with people, and then kind of one thing led to
1: another.
0: Wow, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Really wonderful. Cuéntanos sobre tu viaje para convertirte en un subdirector.
1: Bueno,
2: yo de niña nunca imaginaba ser una maestra, aunque Mm -hmm. mi papá era maestro y mis abuelas también trabajaban de asistentes de maestra Mm -hmm. en una escuela. Um, Pero después de ir a la universidad, pues en la universidad estudié español y inglés y también tenía una oportunidad para estudiar en el país del ecuador en sudamérica uh-huh. y en y después de todo eso yo pensé hmm, a lo mejor me gustaría trabajar con niños y empecé a trabajar en una escuela bilingüe en california y de ahí quería regresar a michigan porque está mi familia Y empecé a trabajar en la Academia de las Américas en el año 1997.
0: Mi escuela. What, were you, what are you most proud about AOA, and what is one thing you would like to see at the school? Hmm. There are so many
2: things that make me proud about AOA. Um, the students, you know, Karis, from your experience there, we have a lot of really wonderful students um, and their families. I'm very proud of the Dual Language Immersion Program because mm-hmm. that's something that really sets us apart, makes our school kind of different than mm-hmm. a lot of other schools. Mm-hmm. That gives a lot of kids opportunities. Right. Um, kids like you get opportunity to learn Spanish, <laughs> kids who already, learn who already know Spanish at home get a chance to Learning. learn to read and write and also learn English and mm-hmm. so I'm really proud of that. And I'm also I'm really proud of the kind of the environment of our school, the uh-huh. climate there. Have you noticed it's like a really friendly, caring, kind of family-like environment at our school. Yeah. And that is one of the reasons why I've been there so long because yeah. it's like a second home for me.
0: hmm And like... We're taking this, like, WIDA test at my school, and I actually don't have to take it. Me, my friend Brooklyn, my friend Chloe, my friend Annabelle, don't have to take it at all because we're fluent English at Mm -hmm. home. So it's like one on the computer that we have at school and one that um helps you how to write Mm -hmm. in English. And so we didn't really have to take those tests because if we did, we would just be. It would be easy peasy for us to do it. What are you
2: most proud about your school, Karis?
0: I'm actually proud that it's bilingual and I get the chance to actually learn different languages and teach other kids because I'm a student. And then like now I'm not going to become a teacher to my mom, my (laughs) little sister and my dad and my Cousin
1: Jojo, mm-hmm. lots of people. Because mommy sure. knows no Spanish, <laughs> but, um, I think that's been one of the things that we've been most happy um, with you know my husband took Spanish in college and high school and so he when Karis was younger would introduce her to some kind of Spanish vocabulary and then she said you know she was interested in learning Spanish and so when we came to AOA that was one of the things that was most impressive mm-hmm. which was you know by third and fourth grade children were you know approaching fluency and just so mm-hmm. natural and how they were able to engage and then, you know, being able to switch almost immediately from Spanish to English Mm -hmm. and vice versa. And so for me, that is, uh, it's a miracle because Mm -hmm. I always say I'm originally from Indiana and I took uh, Spanish, not Spanish, French in Mm -hmm. college and I hated to hear myself speak uh, French because I felt like I sounded like a person from Indiana trying to speak Mm -hmm. French. And one of the things I've been most impressed with just in the uh, dual immersion instruction is that um, kind of her tone and how Mm -hmm. she pronounces the words is just really natural. And Mm -hmm. so it's been amazing to watch in just three short years.
2: Mm -hmm. I agree. It is really fun to hear you.
0: (laughs) De qué estás más orgulloso en Agua y qué te gustaría ver ahí?
2: Ok, de la Academia de las Américas, lo que me da más orgullo es, ay, muchas cosas. Los, los alumnos, claro, uh-huh. y sus familias, um, sí, el programa sí. de doble inmersión que tenemos y la oportunidad que esto da a, a niños como, como tú que ves, que hablan español, inglés en la casa para poder aprender español, pero también para los niños que hablan español en la casa, poder seguir estudiando español, aprender a leerlo, aprender a escribirlo, y también aprender inglés. Y, y, y también me gusta mucho el ambiente de la Academia de las Américas. Y nosotros hablamos y siempre decimos que somos como una familia. Sí. Y no, solamente, no solo lo estamos diciendo, lo estamos viviendo. Y para mí, esto es por, es por eso que yo... Estoy ahí como en mi casa y por eso he quedado tantos años en la academia porque me siento como que estoy entre mi familia.
0: Yo me gusta la academia de las américas porque es como familia, como tú dijiste, es muy divertido y yo no quiero um, ir de esa academia porque es como familia y mi casa y no quiero salir de ahí. Mm.
1: What did you just say?
0: What I just said is I love Academy of the Americas, and I just don't want to leave that school because it's, like, my home and my family. Everybody seems to be like my family because, like, we spend most of our day at Academy of the Americas. We Like, we get there, like, some of us get there at 8.15. I'm usually late, but... (laughs) Uh, we're supposed to get there at 8.15 and we get out of school during like 3.16 p.m. and like my bedtime is 8.30 so I only have like, I don't know, three hours to just stay at home (laughs) and relax. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes. Uh, You spend more time at school than you do anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's great that it feels like a home to you.
0: I just love it What was it like On your first day At Academy of the Americas Oh I'm trying to
2: remember <laughs> how, how long have you been I started there in 1997 Oh okay.
1: wow Okay so I think this but, is my That's I make this My 21st year 21st mm-hmm. Okay well, my my <laughs> mother Karis's grandmother was a teacher for thirty years, uh, so we understand you know just the commitment, the love, the passion mm-hmm. that you have to have for children and and education. so we commend you and thank oh, you thank
2: <laughs> you so much for that yeah. commitment.
1: She retired about three years ago, oh, that's um, great. but she's still a teacher at heart. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I think you can kind of, sometimes when we're out and about, and mm-hmm. I'll tell my husband, oh, I bet you she's a teacher, you know, because you see people that are just, they're organizing things, they're interacting with the kids wherever mm-hmm. they go. Yes. Yeah, so I'm sure she'll never stop being a teacher.
1: No, and it, um, you know, it's helped us just in parenting cares, but then also I definitely think it informed my parenting style, mm-hmm. um, just in understanding, you know, how how kids learn, and how you can really instill a love for learning um, at a young age. And so I, I owe that all to my mom.
0: ¿Cómo fue tu primer día de Acad- Academia de las Américas?
2: Hmm. Estoy intentando recordar el primer día porque eso fue hace 21 años y no me acuerdo exactamente. ¿21 años? sí. sí porque yo empecé en el 1997. Mm-hmm. Believe it, girl. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 a long so, time. No me acuerdo exactamente qué pasó ese día, pero yo estaba nerviosa entrando en una nueva escuela, mm-hmm. empezando a, a aprender todo nuevo, las nuevas rutinas, pero es como yo dije antes, la gente de la Academia de las Américas Siempre me ayudaban, y hasta hoy me ayudan. Entonces, muy muy pronto yo me sentí a gusto, y me sentí muy cómoda en esta escuela.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So were you at AOA when the school first started? I was not. The school first
2: started in 1992. Okay. So it had been open about five years okay. when I got there. Okay. Um, and so, you know, they started when they started the school... They had just a few grades, the early grades, mm-hmm. and then they were adding on mm-hmm. a grade at a time. So, and I'm trying to think when I got there. I think that maybe it was up to sixth grade, okay. okay. and then a couple years later, finally got up to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And then we held at eighth grade for a good long okay. while there
0: and until the idea for the high up school to came up. High school,
1: school. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like,
0: no. I'm trying to think what college I'm going to go to because, like, first I love math and reading and writing. But one thing I just can't wait for in uh like my in um like college or high school is calculus. I just wanna do calculus now. Wow. Like hard math and <laughs> because I just love math. Um like my mom says like what we're doing now is like it's like I think it's like all math put together in one like math equation, like
1: Right. Like, you have to learn how to add and subtract and multiply and divide yeah. at, before you get to calculus. So I, I have been wait. trying to explain you don't <laughs> jump from like addition and subtraction and multiplication to calculus. But I think that's, uh, she gets that from her dad because I, I'm, I'm not a math genius.
0: What is it like partnering with Mr. Brown to lead our school? Oh, partnering
2: with Mr. Brown is great, as you can imagine. So um, Mr. Brown is um, a very heartfelt person. Mm -hmm. Mr. Brown is someone who, you know, definitely has all his heart for kids, all his heart for the school. Um, He's uh, like an inspirational leader. You know, Mm -hmm. he has a vision and he kind of... The way he expresses what the school's about and what we're trying to do there, it just spreads to mm-hmm, everybody. Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. tell him, every time you go someplace and speak, the next day I have a bunch of people calling and I want a <laughs> tour, you know, uh-huh. because everyone wants to come and check it out. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been wonderful having him kind of teach me the ropes of being an administrator and um, being a mentor for me. So
0: we ha- we have a good collaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh. I can tell because on the when the that the day when I was assistant principal, like I know, like some people think it's easy to be assistant principal; it's so fun. But I'll tell you this: you really don't. You like you, you work hard. You <laughs> it's really fun, and you get like when I was there, they, there were the magic carpet theater. Um, they came to do a play, and so I was distribute distributing. Gotcha tickets, gotcha tickets at my school are, like, these little papers, and they have gotcha tickets, and they're, like, your name, your teacher, what grade you are in, and what room you are in. And so, at like, it, depending on how many gotcha tickets you have, you have, there's a gotcha ticket store on Friday, and they're, like, big boxes. If you have five, there are prizes in there, 15, 20, 21, I mean, 25, 30, 31. <laughs> Lots of them. <laughs> but just lots of boxes and prizes inside.
1: And why do you get gotcha tickets?
0: When you're like walking in the halls, you're reading, you're quiet in the hallways, you don't run, you're obeying the rules, you're being good, the teacher doesn't get bad reports at you on recess, like lots, like all the good things you're being um you helping you're helping others also like there's this new thing like like for all teachers i think it's called class dojo if you go if you want to find it, it's com. <laughs> and class dojo is like these little like i don't know say characters um and they're, like, they have points. And if you're being good or if they're, like, certain points, you're, like, helping others on task, participating. If you're actually there, uh, <laughs> there are lots of points for you being good. And, like, my, cla- my class, Miss Salazar, my class has 25 students. And they're, like, little
1: what's, avatars.
0: Avatars. And they have, like, our names underneath and just little, a little circle. And every time we get a point, it just goes higher and higher. And at the end of the month or two months or three months, the teacher gives a prize for who has the most points.
1: Mm-hmm. So did you give out gotcha tickets when you were assistant principal?
0: Oh, yeah. Was it hard or easy um, being an
1: assistant principal?
0: I'll say... Medium. It was medium. It was not hard, but it wasn't easy. But you
1: had to work, huh? (laughs) Yeah, like
0: it was really fun getting to um, work because I um, was working with one of um, a kid from fourth grade. His name was was Alejandro. I will Alejandro, um, and I were assistant principal and principal for the day. Cause we did this turkey try, and the turkey try is like, we don't tr- try turkeys, or turkeys don't try. <laughs> it's a turkey try, it's like a fundraiser, like for the, um, sports, for sports, and, um, I was, I was at first going to be principal, but then, they were going to close it on the weekend, but they didn't, and they let Alejandro just, whew. <laughs> like cutting through the tape right in front of me.
1: Yes, yes. So, how did it feel that day, Miss Esop, to see Alejandro and Kira's like take on some leadership at the school? It was
2: amazing. It was a great <laughs> experience for me and everyone that saw them in their role. Really enjoyed it, and everybody was coming up and commenting how natural they were in their leadership abilities, and then like. And- how did you do that? And like The kids were amazed, right? Mm. And really and amazed. and the adults were also really <laughs> enjoying it. Um I know you and Alejandro really like those walkie-talkies. Yes. <laughs> Tell talk a little bit about
0: your tools of the trade, Karis. Okay. <clears throat> the tools of the trade were like keys, lots and lots of keys, lots of keys. And then we got to be in Miss East I got to be in Miss Aesop's office and Alejandro got to be in Mr. Brown's office. Um and Mr Brown's office and I actually like being in your office. It's really, really cool. It's like blank paper, lots of <laughs> markers. It's like perfect. And so it was really fun getting to work with you guys. It was really, really fun.
2: I liked, um, tell your mom a bit about when we were, when first you had to introduce the theater company, right? And then the first show, some of the kids were little and they were getting a little restless.
0: And so you just jumped up with your gotcha tickets. You remember that? Yep. I was like, here we go, Caris. Hand out some gotcha tickets. (laughs) And the other kids would see if you want to get some gotcha tickets. Calm down, okay? Calm <laughs> down.
2: So she was just walking through the aisles with her mm-hmm. gacha tickets and just
1: handling the whole situation, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when Karis was in preschool, she <laughs> had gotten the little nickname, The Boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so her, her her uh, preschool teacher was like, you know, <laughs> Karis, we call her The Boss. And so she actually didn't really like that she's like i don't i don't want i don't like it when students call me the boss as a nickname and so we had to talk to the teacher about you know what it feels like as a girl right to be labeled bossy and kind of how that's really a negative thing and can you you know really shift that to talk more about leadership and how leadership is perceived different for girls versus being bossy right and like um but yeah
0: At school, like, some kids, like, say I'm bossy or I'm yelling, but the tone of my voice is that way. And they're like, you're yelling at me. I'm like, really? I'm not yelling at me. I'm not yelling at you, and you know that. And so bossy, that's sometimes the way that they actually call me. Sometimes they're like, she's bossy. I'm like, really? I'm not bossy.
1: (laughs) And... Well, we've had to work, though, on energy and, like, you know, it's hard as a parent, right, to get her to understand your energy may be at a 10 or or 20 or 30 in Karis's point, And other kids, their energy may be lower. Or they may, may be more introverted, and you're very extroverted. And so you, like, being in, you know, really uh, big movements and kind of in their face maybe I'm a little more so kind face. of— I'm
0: like, <laughs> I'm not like like, one inch away from their family. No not
1: confrontational but when you get excited you're all you know like just you're excited Mm -hmm. and so getting her to understand like other people's personal space how to um, you know engage in a different way because she is so outgoing Uh, I think that's been I mean Karis is the only extrovert right now in our home. I'm an introvert my husband's an introvert and so her energy outpaces every one in our house.
0: <laughs> Cameron is also like an extrovert. She's like following my footsteps. She's already like standing on a crib. My parents lowered the crib and she's still standing on yes, it.
1: They both are very high energy, but it is something. You know, especially with girls where you can you get start to get around fourth grade, right? And then leadership ability or being smart sometimes for girls, that's when they start to kind of pull back and don't want to be seen as smart work because they're concerned, right? A lot of times about what boys think. So we, we have what those is. conversations. <laughs> You're not going to let that worry you, right, cares.
0: <sighs> and so what was it?
1: You're going to ask the question in Spanish?
0: Mm. ¿Cómo te sentiste al ver que Alejandro y yo asumimos algunos roles de de liderazgo ese día?
2: Yo estaba bien orgullosa de ustedes y también me quedé bien impresionada con las las habilidades naturales de ustedes en el el área del liderazgo. Porque en el momento que ustedes tenían sus radios, sus llaves, sus gacha tickets y, y ustedes estaban bien vestidos como administradores. Y ustedes ahí en los pasillos como jefes de la escuela, sin lugar a dudas, listos para manejar cualquiera situación. Sí. Y yo me quedé bien impresionada con ustedes. Y también los niños... Y los otros, el otro personal de la escuela... Donde ustedes andaban, estaban comentando, ay,
0: míralos, y qué bien, cómo, qué bien lo están haciendo. Una niña me hizo un dibujo. One girl actually made me a picture. It had like a little dog sitting on a cloud, and it said, yeah, the, like the dog was thinking, you're the best caris And that was actually really, really nice of her. I actually colored it, and I really liked that picture. Oh, that's sweet. Todos los niños estaban como, ¿Cómo hiciste eso? Déjame ver, mira ese radio. ¿Cómo agarras los llaves? Ay, ¿Cómo agarras los gacha tickets? Mm-hmm. Porque ellos like, I would yo ninguna vez iba a dar un like montón de like tickets mm-hmm. a un persona porque Todos los demás iban a ser, ¿por qué le diste a él todos esos gachitikits? T- t- y hay más niños en la escuela que puedes dar. Mm-hmm. Yo ninguna vez puedo hacer eso. Mm-mm. Entiendo. I will never ever give one child just like a big chunk of tickets because then all the other kids will be like, uh, why did you give? Why did you just give him all those gotcha kids when there's a whole lot of kids in the school where you can distribute to them too? Yeah. Which I actually don't want to do that ever in my life because <laughs> I like the kids and I don't want them to be sad or jealous. I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. In your free time, what do you like to do? Oh, in my free time,
1: you uh, get a lot of free time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not as like, much as I would that? like.
2: But um, well, I like to hang out with my family. You know, mm-hmm. I'm married. I have mm-hmm. a wonderful husband. I have two kids. My daughter is 11. She's in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. My son is in fourth grade, and he's oh, wow. gonna be 10 tomorrow. Actually,
0: uh, tell him it's a happy birthday. I will. Yes. <laughs> so we
2: like to hang out. We like to we like to travel and go mm-hmm. new places, explore different places. Ride our bikes when it's nice. (laughs) Uh, Go to the beach Mm -hmm. and things like that. Go see the grandparents and other family.
0: Family stuff like that. What about you? Um... Well, me, my mom, my dad, and Cameron, we just love hanging out. We like going to the movies. We like riding our bikes. We like just staying at home and relaxing and playing. I also just built this fort that was so cool. I just wrote an essay, um, for the NAACP and, um, I, we just, uh, gave it in and. We just turned it in. We, mm-hmm. we just turned it in and the, prize don't mention the prize because you have been won
1: so wait, <laughs> wait and see if you win and then you can a- announce if you won. but you don't know
0: <laughs> how long was your
1: essay well
0: mm, one or two or three pages what long. was it that about was a
1: page and a half
0: page and a half mm-hmm. Rosa Parks oh, okay it was really really fun so like Again, back to my family. Like, it was, it's really, really fun, um, hanging out with my family, especially, family, especially with my little sister. Like, when I get her, she's like, she holds on tight to me, and she's like, when I hold her, she's like, ah, <laughs> ah, like, she's, get really excited. She like, jumps up and down in my arms. It's really nice having a little sister. I've always won a little sister, and it's now, like, I got the opportunity. I'm like, please can you have another baby so can i have another another sister because but we were hoping for a boy because there are lots of girls in our family Mm. and so but i my mom was hoping for me to be a boy and then we were hoping for cameron to be a boy i was on board too and just turned out to be another girl
1: yes i have two sisters um Four aunts, two uncles, so definitely in our family we skew toward girls. So it's like you know, obviously there'll be some balance. My husband just has brothers, but we are a we are a family that just skews toward women. And so then when I found out I was pregnant with Karis, I told my husband, "Oh my gosh, I have to think about what the type of mom that I want to be for a little girl." Yeah. And he was like, "Isn't it the same?" I was like, no way. <laughs> I was like, it's totally, it's totally, I think it's totally different. And so I was like, I have to think as a woman, like what I want to instill in her. And so now having two daughters, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling. So I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world, especially, you know, boys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like boys, I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to be mean for you boys, but just, you guys are sometimes really skeptical. <laughs>
1: skeptical. <laughs> okay. Yeah, next question. Don't.
0: Okay. En tu tiempo libro, ¿qué te gusta hacer?
2: Okay. Um, pues a mí me gusta estar con mi familia. Sí. Tengo un esposo maravilloso y tengo una hija que tiene 11 años. Mi hijo tiene 10 años, va a cumplir 10 años mañana y um, nos gusta pasear, nos gusta viajar, andar en bicicleta, ir a la playa, um, vir, ir a visitar a otro a los a los abuelos, a los tíos y tías, ir a comer. A mí me gusta mucho explorar y estar con mi familia exploran, explorando
0: un lugar nuevo. Sí, yo quiero ir a París porque Es como mi nombre, Caris. Y oh, claro. Siempre uh, yo quiero ir a Paris. Um, y que, creo que es muy divertido ahí porque yo quiero ver el Eiffel Tower mm-hmm. mucho. Y like, una, una de mis una de la, una amiga de mi mamá y una amiga de yo se llama Miss Summer. Ella ha fido casi ella fue a seis continentes, ella fue a África, uh, vive aquí, uh, ella fue a Australia y ella quiere ir al norte, el porte norte, oh, por yeah. el norte. Mm-hmm. Y yo, uh, me y mi y always wanted to explore the world like that. She's already got six continents marked down and we like There are actually seven, so she just needs (laughs) one more until she's, like, circled the whole world. I don't know if we'll make it to that last one. It's pretty Mm. cold there. Like, my mom, she is already go in without me. She's like she's been like having, <laughs> traveling <laughs> for
1: work is not the same. It just it just isn't tra- I mean, you get to meet really nice people and get to see really great work, but it's not the same as traveling for leisure with your family. So mm-hmm. it it just is not and I would much rather travel with you mm-hmm. than travel for work. Like but, so, hey what? Pays the bills.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I just want like walk in her suitcase and just snuggle in there like sophie Dossie be like like my um head on my feet just be like snuggled up and my way would be lighter than the actual thing i could just be like right there waiting and waiting and then by the time my mom gets there boom i appear right in her office and waiting right next <laughs> door i'd be like hello mommy she'd be like how'd you get here i was like I loaded your suitcase. <laughs> Hop right out of there and be yeah. in
2: another country. Yeah, yep. that would be yes. that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. If you could go back in time and pick three souvenirs from your life, what would they be, and what would they remind you of?
1: Ooh, three souvenirs from my life. <laughs> she came up with this question. <laughs>
0: These are own. deep cares, deep, deep thoughts here.
2: <laughs> um, three souvenirs from my life. Well, probably had to pick something from my childhood, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think of what that might be. Um, Maybe like a rock from the beach. Mm -hmm. Because when I grew up in Port Huron, you know, it's on Lake Huron. Uh And so we used to go to the beach quite a bit. And, we, mm-hmm. and I like to go to the beach now with my kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like that kind of Lake Huron rocky shore that mm-hmm. we have. You know, a lot of people like to go to Lake Michigan, which is beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful, too.
0: Like Belle Isle. With all, the, with
2: all the sand and everything. But, you know, Lake Huron has a pretty cool beach, too. It's mm-hmm. a little rockier, but a sh- lot of shade, which I like mm-hmm. because I'm not much for being in the sun too much. <laughs> so maybe that would remind me of when I was a kid going camping and mm-hmm. going to the beach. <laughs> um, two other souvenirs from my life. Uh-huh. I had to have picked something with teaching. So mm-hmm. maybe, how about a piece of chalk? Do you, even remember, you ever remember seeing people work with chalk? When like, I first started teaching, mm, we yeah. didn't have oh, yeah.
0: whiteboards and we didn't <laughs> have smart boards and smart TVs and all that. So you would have to like get chalk <laughs> and it's Exactly. welcome and like 10 times 100 or
1: yep. Yep. and guess what was a well when I or was in school t- Karis, by we didn't eight. get gotcha tickets but mm-hmm. one of the things that kids used to be allowed to do if they had good behavior was to wash the chalkboard mm-hmm. so that was like a big deal in my classroom like if you had to go up at the end of the school day and wash the chalkboard that like, was like you yeah. were special <laughs>
2: Yeah, I remember we used to have big sponges and yep, a bucket yep. of water and they would push it down on the board like that and not get streaks.
0: Now, like, when we had the smart boards, they're, like, these, like, not markers because we, we had whiteboards and we used to get the markers and, like, everybody just wanted to erase it. It's so cool. And then on the smart Smartboard, you just put your hand, but on the back of the pin there's like a little eraser and you do that and there's like a circle and then it disappears. But when you do it with your hand, it ends up even bigger. You can just go like move your hands in circles and, it, and, uh, and it'll you know. just
1: erase everything?
0: Yep. It's really yeah. cool. smart boards
1: have changed the uh, game.
0: <laughs> Mrs. Salazar was just
2: telling me the other day yeah. what a big fan she is of her mm, her smart T V and I don't think anyone wanted to go back to the chalk days. Yeah,
1: I was trying to, I told Karis about like transparencies. I'm sure you remember mm, oh, those yes. too. And she's like, I don't. What's that? And I'm like, so you, you don't know anything about that because <laughs> I wasn't born during that time. You weren't born, so you are getting introduced to technology a lot earlier, and I think it's good. But then it also, you know, still has to be monitored. But what would be your third souvenir? What's my third souvenir? Um, let's see. Maybe something from when
2: my kids were born, you know, like a baby blanket or a baby Aww. outfit or something like that, because that was, you know, that's in any parent's life when oh, their yeah. kids are born. That's a that's a life changing <laughs> moment for sure.
0: Like when we were like close, like to getting Cameron, like for the adoption, we got her a little baby bedding suit. and soon I was like, this is so cute because mm-hmm. I like love small things like. I get, like, little trinkets, and they're just so cute. I just love baby things, especially, like, (laughs) her little clothes. Mm -hmm. She has little blue jeans. Oh, (laughs) the little shoes. The little blue jeans are cute. The little shoes are just cute. And I appreciate
2: them now that my kids are big when I see them in the stores. I just think, oh, look how cute. But when they were actually little... I was so tired and so busy. I didn't even, you know, I don't feel like I yeah. even really appreciated it the yeah, way you, I do now. You have
1: to slow down. I mean, with Cameron, I've tried to really slow down and just appreciate her being an infant. And it was funny because, um, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I don't really remember everything and the milestones with cares And so she'll be nine months and she was still mostly drinking just formula. Mm-hmm. And the pediatrician said, you know, she's almost nine months. She needs to be eating, like, three square meals with two snacks. And I'm like, it's too early. Mm -hmm. I mean, she gets breakfast, you know, cereal. She's like, no, no, you need to speed this up. And so I even was mourning the fact that she will be transitioning to mostly food. So when you know it's baby last, Mm -hmm. I think – you try to absorb it more because it, it does. It goes really fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Like when um, I love, like, food, I love baby food, like mashed bananas and roasted bananas. And, like, I love baby food. And camera just doesn't like it. She's just too focused on what we're eating. And we just, mm-hmm. like, give her little samples. And she's, like, somehow with her itchy-beachy hands. So tiny hands. She can just get like a piece of bread and crumble it into little... Eat <laughs> smithereens. Bits, smithereen, smithereens. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Hulk with his hands with two rocks. Smithereens. It's gone.
1: Yes, it's so funny. <laughs> little ba- baby fingers. Oh.
0: Si podrías retroceder en el tiempo y el... Le- y le- elegir tres recuerdos de tu vida cuáles sería y que te
2: recuerdo Okay. como dije en inglés a ver si lo puedo decir en español a lo mejor una piedrita sí. de la playa para recordarme de todos los tiempos cuando era niña y cuando fuimos a acampar y fuimos al lago para nadar y jugar con, con mis hermanos y mis primos um, Quizás algo de recordarme de, de cuando empecé mi carrera de maestra, sí. como la tiza, el GIS, sí. que se usa en la pizarra, y hablamos de que eh, hoy en día no se encuentra no. en un salón de clases. Pero cómo han cambiado las cosas, ¿verdad? Y cómo cómo tenemos la tecnología que antes no, no teníamos. Sí. Y tercera cosita, yo creo que algo de cuando... De cuando eran bebés mis niños, como una pijama, un oh. algo um, para recordarme de cuando eran bien chiquitos, porque, como dijo tu mamá, se va volando el tiempo tan rápido y empiezan como bebés y en un abrir y cerrar de ojos ya están grandes.
0: Como los zapatitos. Los zapatitos. Son, son just muy cute. Mm-hmm. Yo quiero, like,
2: she said sometimes just sometimes she would like to be a baby again oh
1: yes we had a heart to heart this morning and she said you know I'm kind of confused because on one hand I wish I could go back and be a baby but then on, on the, the other, other hand, hand I
0: want to grow up faster I want to grow up faster and I
1: said that. That's life, mm-hmm. I, was like, I wish said, you were a baby again sometimes. But then I'm also super proud of to see you grow up, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's why I was just saying to enjoy where you are mm-hmm. because you can't slow time down and you can't make it quicken. Mm-hmm. So you have to enjoy where you are because time is gonna move whether you like it or not.
0: Mm-hmm. If you had, if you had a magic wand, what would you What would you add or remove to the world? Oh, wow.
2: Um, What would I add or remove to the world? I think, especially in this time that we're in right now, more kindness Mm -hmm. and more understanding among people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this is something probably that people have always struggled with, Mm -hmm. but it seems even more out there right now that you just see groups of people who don't seem to have a problem expressing Mm. how much they don't like some other groups of people and it's causing a lot of problems. Yeah. And, you know, you keep hearing things in the news all the time where people are doing really hateful things. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sure that's something that most people, if they had a magic wand, they could, they could, they could change that. Mm-hmm. What about you? What would you?
0: I would just like get a magic wand. I'll be like, Abracadabra, I just want peace in the world and mm-hmm. stop all the world, um, w- war- wars, wars, mm-hmm. and just that I can actually just like bring back to life my family and I can spend more time with them because my mom's dad who died from a heart attack and um, my mom's mom's dad he died when I was like I don't know, three, mm-hmm. two maybe one <laughs> you
1: know, you're about two, almost three mm-hmm. her great grandfather mm-hmm. so she just wants misses to like,
0: him right there and I can just see them and be with them I also want to make them, like, stay here forever, and I could, like, also, I just want to go back in time and see how the Mm -hmm. dinosaurs, but, like, I would have, like, a protective thing all over me. You'd be in a bubble. Yeah, like, nobody could, like, snap. I'll be so tiny, they wouldn't even see me, because I don't want, I don't, I don't want to be seen by T-Rex, because T-Rexes are a little bit faster, but, like, I'll be running and running, and the T-Rex would be like... But I really love bronchiosaurs. They're like long, they <laughs> trees it's so pretty. Like they're big like they have four feet and they're just like on all fours. They have a really, really long neck. I have like a little toy. Um his name is Littlefoot but his feet are little but a little bit big. Right He's big. <laughs> but he has like purple spots, and his um screen is—I mean, skin color is green, and then he has like purple spots all over him. It's really pretty. Si tuvieras un varita mágica, ¿qué cambiarías o añadirías al mundo?
2: Um, como yo dije, que yo creo que lo que le falta más en el mundo en ese momento es como la bondad de una persona hacia otra persona que parece que cada vez que estoy escuchando las noticias eh, hay, hay un grupo de gente que está haciendo algo de violencia sí. o cometiendo unos actos bien terribles contra eh, el otro ser humano y yo creo que eso es lo que más necesitamos en el mundo es es eso de tratar a, a los demás con amor ¿qué, qué, qué, qué opinas tú?
0: yo creo que tenemos que tener mo, like, como paciencia y peace um, porque hay muchas wars going on y uh, yo quiero like, ir ahí diga para y todos paren y, y vuelvan a su casa y no piensan en ello y no son ...que no soy muy malo, son muy amo, malos, son amorosos y todo eso. Yo también quiero ir back in time y um, ver a los dinosaurios, pero quiero un... um superficie mm-hmm. alrededor de yo y para que nadie me puede ver pero yo estoy ahí y después nadie me puede comer o <laughs> pisar o nada mm-hmm. de eso like está invisible y después, quieres observar sí pero hoy observo y soy invisible mm. you've been educated for a long time what is your one wish for Detroit kids
2: hmm my wish for Detroit kids, um, it's its similar to my wish for the world, you know, uh-huh. that I would like um, kids in Detroit and kids all over uh-huh. to be able to get an excellent education uh-huh. and be able to do what they want to do with their life and what they could do with their life that would help the people around them too, uh-huh. you know. So for them to be the best person that they're meant to be and uh-huh. have every, the same opportunities that everyone else has uh-huh. to be able to go out and do their thing and, you know, make the world better.
0: Uh-huh.
2: What what would you be your wish?
0: My wish is that, like, everybody in the whole wide world just gets a chance to, like, experience and be, like, get a chance to, like, be free and um, get a time to be like, like you said, um, have a great education, and that they will like have. They will not think about the things that are bad; just think, focus on the things that are good. In closing, this is KJ signing off from, from Adventures of Little Miss Detroit. Don't forget, you're never too old or too young for for your next adventure. Please visit our Facebook page, at Adventures at Adventures of Little Miss Detroit updates. Updates and behind the scenes videos. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Karis. Thank You're you welcome. so
1: much, Mrs. Esop, for joining us. It oh,
2: was a pleasure. It yep. was my pleasure to be here. Muchísimas gracias, Karis. De nada. Bye. Bye. Bye.